Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachelle Minnie and I am the founder of Her Money Club. The intention for these beautiful discussions is to collect women's stories around money and specifically how they've overcome challenges related to money in life and the journey that unfolds. In Her Money Club, we talk a lot about aligning money strategy and life purpose to create a thriving life. And that is a process and a journey. So as we collect these pieces of that journey, we want to really just recognize the amazing women that have expanded us into more of what's possible, no matter where we are all at on that adventure. With that today, we have Koran Kate Kim, and she is going to start with sharing her story with us. And to get to know you a little bit better, I would love for you to share um, even a more recent piece of your life experience in moving and just kind of what brought you to that journey. First of all, thank you for having me. My name is Boram and I also go by Kate. I've been Kate for like entire 20s and I decided like I kind of want to go back to using my Korean name. <laughs> nice. So I'm originally from Seoul, Korea. I grew up in Seoul, just normal family, norm normal environment. <laughs> I moved to the States um 2013 and I've been here ever since and the reason why I moved here was because I felt like the culture around like respectful of individuality like mm. in terms of like in Korea for example like education like it's very I don't know like you have to fit into this cookie cutter style like then you can be successful type of thing mm -hmm. and the, just that doesn't sit well with me and when I just kind of moved here first and I was like this is where I belong <laughs> and I just mm -hmm. like okay I'm gonna be here I've been working for a lot of different corporate I was fortunate enough to work for prestige companies like you know Grand Hyatt Marriott Procter and Gamble and Samsung and so on and I've done a lot of different things I kind of started doing um, consulting work for corporates to help with their events and culture programs and like any other project-based work and um, also I've started a business recently to support multi-passionate, multi-talented people like me to support them with their journey, how to navigate their passions and ideas because people like me have so many ideas. We have like unlimited inspirations every day. And I like one point, I wish that there was some guideline or some example, like lots of ex examples that I was able to see growing up. So. I kind of like was very inspired to start this. So yeah, I've published Guided Journal. Um, that was my first activity that I've done with my business. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. Currently in Atlanta, Georgia, moved here a month ago, taking the opportunity to start a new new life and you know, new mm -hmm. beginning with my fiance. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Mm, I love it. So much good stuff to dive into. I would love to hear a little bit more about your journey because I've actually dealt with this too, like the consultant kind of world versus coaching world versus running a business and like just the different hats and roles that you play in, in all of those different environments. Yeah. Do you mind just sharing kind of a little bit of your experience, your journey, what you like, don't like? As I was kind of mentioning before like Korea I grew up like thinking that I should be some something <laughs> so I kind of followed and I was thriving I was very very lucky to attract very good job high paying jobs from the very early on and then I found myself changing jobs frequently <laughs> because then now I know now I kind of studied like 
people's you know personality and traits about like this type of personality so now I know but back then I didn't know what what is wrong with me why can I choose one thing and just stick to it so beginning when I was kind of lost and I was you know young I was fine with being employed at a company and just kind of learning about the company's structures and culture and work ethic and all that and like I've been working for like very very long time now like 15 years but like after I got into like my 30s I kind of like you know kind of stopped caring about what other people think and like you know start looking into what what do I want and also I moved like moved from Korea and everything so there was a lot of moving pieces so I was basically just accepting anything that was coming in my way so corporate I still love it it's easiest way to make money I feel like there's if you run your business, you probably know there are a lot goes into it that it's not easy. It's not easy as how other people make sound. But what is important realization that I had was that which hard work are you willing to choose? Is it in corporate? You, you still need to do hard work, yep. um, but it's for somebody else. And then you're very limited in a way that you can make an impact or, you know, whatnot. In a personal, your own business, you have like so much opportunity and growth opportunity, expansion opportunity, um, all of that. So more freedom, but more responsibility. It's not like company is going to you know, shut down um, in the corporate. Like, I don't have to worry about that. It's not my problem. It's their problem. <laughs> Whereas it's my business. It's like, I, it's my problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is definitely, you know, different points and different sides and it really depends on the personality also the stage of life that you are in before in 20s I probably wouldn't have even thought about opening or starting anything like my own like I was so comfortable being in a corporate and I was so happy Um, but now I don't know if I I actually prefer to do consulting gig versus being employed like full-time. Same. I love the consulting aspect and journey and my boyfriend um, does way more consulting than I do, but I love that it kind of detaches this level of responsibility to explicit roles for each party. So the company is responsible for X, Y, Z, and like really the outcome consultant is essentially an advisor and maybe working on a project and, you know, has outcomes, but it's it's very clear whereas in an employee land it's like very yeah you have your job description but then all these like extra things can be thrown on your plate and it's like what does this have to do with like what I chose to sign up for right so there's a lot more uh minutiae to kind of digest with all of that to that point it kind of worked for me in the beginning because I am that type of I am very multi-passionate I just like I volunteer to take on a new project or any other teams like I kind of like nudge like hey can we work together Mm -hmm. I'm a very like collaborator also so when I was with corporate you know I was happy like that oh I can just partner up with anyone in this company there's nothing is good or bad it's just really what is good for you right yeah yeah what do you want and I love you that you brought up the collaboration aspect I just remember in my journey like that was something that I enjoyed. I, I love collaborating. I loved building our projects, with teams, and like working with new people. And yeah. sometimes in employer environments, and depending on the social culture within that, sometimes department or even company as a whole, that can get 
some people a little riled up because for me, I don't mind going and working with the CEO of this department and working with the director of this. Like, I don't like, I don't care about hierarchy. And so (laughs) that tended to get ruffle some feathers along the journey. (laughs) It's like, okay, it doesn't really matter as long as the job's getting done and like the right people are in the right seats and hierarchy, I think is where I really got, uh, you know, that's, yeah, the, the office politics. And yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And then it's kind of inevitable. Well, to transition a little bit into kind of your money story, I'm curious to know about one big decision from your past that you had to make uh, related to money and maybe how it even changed the trajectory of how you operated with money or how you think and feel about money. I grew up in a very normal family. We were we weren't like rich, rich, but we were comfortable until when I was when I was in like late teen, my parents' business kind of had a hard time, rough time. And there was just really, you know, they made a bad money decision. And there was a time that, you know, in at school in Korea, there is like lunch service. They have like, they bring in buffet for you, <laughs> buffet service. And you have to pay like, I don't know, back then it was probably like, a month it was really not that much but my parents always missed the payment Mm -hmm. like and then at the end when you when they missed the payment and then at the end like on the chalkboard or in the front everyone's like hey you this 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 person forgot to pay Mm -hmm. let your parents know Mm -hmm. so their intention is not to shame you but when I see my name all the time there every month Mm -hmm. I feel ashamed Mm -hmm. and Later on in my life, I didn't realize that how much that was affecting me, not only with money, but with every single decision that Mm -hmm. I had. So ultimately, what I felt from that experience, I feel like that was me feeling I'm not protected, I'm not supported, and I'm not in control of because it wasn't my decision that I didn't want to pay or anything, right? Right. I'm not in control of my own. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of those kind of limiting beliefs kind of built up. As soon as I graduated high school, I got into college and I scored top in my school. So I got scholarship all throughout. So I didn't have to pay a single dime. <laughs> and I, I got a really high paying, great job right out of college. And from then on, my life was very, very thriving in like um, career wise, money wise. And I didn't, and, and I don't know, some here and there, it's just like, I feel like my money is like I make good money and like safe and then kind of dip and then like I can recover pretty quickly and then it dipped kind of Mm -hmm. like that so not until very recently you know my recent job at Samsung I was making probably the most money that I've ever made before for I don't know so then I learned like oh okay when they say it's uh, the salary range or whatever that is just what they think. You can change it. Like it's just yeah. what people think that yeah. it should you should be paid this much. When I left Samsung and I kind of like trying to find new thing, and I noticed this dip again, and then and then I was doing a lot of researching, and I know you and I are in the same group, and you know I love learning about personal development and all that. Mm-hmm. So and then I found this coach named Alyssa Nobriga. I don't know if you are familiar, no. you should definitely check her out. Yeah. Um, she teaches healing. Um, mm-hmm. So she's the psycho 
therapist turned coach and she loves doing her job and she is so generous giving her you know knowledge and mm -hmm. I learned this like healing kind of technique yeah. and and then I realized that oh back 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 memory of my childhood that mm -hmm. when I felt ashamed when I felt not protected when I felt unsupported that was all kind of it was affecting my mm -hmm. love it was affecting my career it was affecting my financial situation so yeah everything was mindset but yeah, yeah that was kind of my yeah. money yeah <laughs> long story wow no that's beautiful and I think that it brings up um a lot of interesting points I'm just put the money lens on for a moment um, yeah. there's a lot of pieces you could dive into with that and how that limiting belief affected all these mm -hmm. areas of your life related to money there's emotional attachment and meanings that we make of things and so when we can tap into those emotional responses which then dictate our strategy, which then dictates our habits and how our outcomes ultimately show up. Yeah. That's like super powerful to unravel and notice. And um, I think you said it like, just not make it good or bad. It's just, okay, this is what's showing up and this is yeah. the strategy that's happening. And how can I shift into a more resourceful way of operating that really serves yeah. my best needs and I'm not five years old anymore, so yeah. I don't have to operate that way. And I can trust myself and trust those around me to support me. So exactly. I love that. That's so beautiful. I think the resourcefulness is very, very important. I think that played a big part in my life when I got my first job or in between, even in between, like I was so passionate about a lot of different things, interior design. And I, I was able to speak English and I did a lot of things. So I taught English on the side and make money on the side and being resourceful, it's, it's really serving you. And I feel like, you know, you can always find solution to anything and somebody needs that solution. Like, and then nowadays, even more like this is like gig economy. They, they say, you know, I think it's a really amazing time for anyone to just kind of either teach their what they know already offer their knowledge or their service to anyone like LinkedIn for example like you know you can find all those companies they they're looking for position you can offer them similar service that you're providing and maybe you could offer them as a like can I come in as a consultant to your mm -hmm. your this problem yeah. a lot of companies do not have a headcount and they usually want to hire a contractor and they don't care if you want to use your EIN number or your social security. Mm -hmm. So really like being creative and resourceful. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, that's a very uh, key to make more money. <laughs> yeah, agreed 100%. I feel like you and I probably, unlike many of the women I speak to, we tend to have that resourceful lens of all the different ways it could look. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, my the community here is a lot for me, but I'm curious to know your perspective on maybe all, not all of them, but just a number yeah. of different ways you've been able to be resourceful in uh, allowing money in what through different roles and like using the skills that you already know and trust that you have to apply yeah. to different ways to make money. Exactly. So I mentioned about the teaching English in mm -hmm. Korean and, you know, I love throwing events like just for my personal friends and all that 
but I realized that I could just do that for other people too and then make money. So like something that I found very interesting is that, oh, like I really enjoy doing, I would do it for free, but someone mm -hmm. is willing to pay for it. So once I kind of found that, it was like, I'm always being creative. Like I love creating design, graphic design too. So I, you know, put, I run Etsy shop. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm like all over the place and then mm -hmm. I kind of like I've decided recently I'm gonna own that I'm gonna proudly say that I'm multi-passionate I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm multi-talented because I am so teaching English and you know helping it um planning events and just like just pick up any any projects mm -hmm. that I could find and through network too over the years that you know been in corporate and different companies and you know, friends, like I've made a lot of friendship and relationship with other people. So oftentimes they know me and they, they kind of approach to me and offer me a job like, hey, we, we need this. And as we were talking like, hey, maybe you could hire me for that. Like I can totally help you deeper. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love it. Because for some people I talk to and even coach, it's this jump from like, I would do this for free to asking yeah. or requesting money for something was that ever an issue for you or how how oh, yeah. you made it like easy for you yeah. to like get to this place now and maybe it wasn't easy in the beginning right or the transition but do you okay. have a sense of like how you transition um so in the beginning so I think I charge um three hundred dollars for um like three hours kind of daily hangout and casual conversation with this person for English teaching. So like this person wanted to just like, I want to, I don't want to study a book. I just want to like speak and I'll pay you for if you can spare time with me for two hours or three hours mm -hmm. and tell me your fee, you know, I'll, I would love that. And I was like, I said it $300, like just, I'm like lost my mind. Like, why did I even say that? He's going to say no. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, okay, no problem. And yeah. I was like, boo, what? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and that I'm telling you, that was like, I don't even know, 10 plus years ago. So it was a lot of money. And I was, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it kind of like spelt out that way. <laughs> but definitely I remember feeling very uncomfortable that like, mm -hmm. like even like, oh, can I really like, should I change this? Like, should I like instantly regretting like, yeah. oh, like, do I deserve this? Yeah. Um, but later on, I also noticed that with the corporate getting a job only because I, if I like that, I have a lot of experience, they're not willing to pay me equivalent. They're only willing to pay me for what the job title is. So mm -hmm. a lot of times, because I am not like technical engineer, like I didn't like deep in like one subject matter expert type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I, my expertise is more generalist. So mm -hmm. if you were to pay like event planner, for example, they don't have a lot of budget for that. They have a lot of budget for innovation director or whatever, mm -hmm. but they don't have a budget for me. So then I realized, oh, okay. So the price is really how you set it to be. So <laughs> I just kind of, you know, boldly ask for more. And like I mentioned, Samsung, I. I feel like I did it pretty well where I, how I showcased my work and then asked for a raise and got a pretty good raise for like a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And it didn't feel like, oh, this is like space is like turning or anything. It was just same feeling. I also felt like, do I deserve this? Like all yeah. that. But I was like intentionally like, yes, I do. 
Yes, I do. How many years did I work? Mm, I love, love that. That's so imperative to understand of like the self-talk in our minds and what's coming up to uh, diminish our worth or something in us is telling us we're not worthy of that amount. And also this on like a deeper level, there's a difference in our own intrinsic value versus extrinsic value. And yes, the world has put a number on our extrinsic value, but the more we can actually work and build our intrinsic value within our own being and like ways of self-talk and um, self-love, that builds this kind of what I like to call a barrier around like whatever the extrinsic value is that someone's going to name or choose to put on us Mm -hmm. doesn't um, detract from my intrinsic value that I've decided I am worth or valued and um, worthy of. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's really all in mindset. So Mm -hmm. money is a mindset. Health is mindset. Love is mindset, career is mindset, mindset, all the thing is mindset. I realized that from my tra- traumatic experience with my childhood, <laughs> my parents are not paying my lunch, whatever. Yeah, I think it just kind of plays out. So I feel like that self-healing and you know, self-love can be really difficult for people. Like it's really hard to get there. But I think first step I I realized is that for me, it was a self-acceptance. Yes. Let's see where that's speaking. Let's speak from that angle where I was feeling hurt because my name was on the board when I was feeling unsafe because I, you know, I was wondering if I'm going to get lunch anymore. <laughs> I think it's just really accepting where we are and then speaking from it. And just because whatever we have wounds in our heart, that just needs to be loved and that just needs to say something and it's like kind of guiding us in a way that is inefficient, but it has a purpose, I believe. So then that belief system and that, oh, am I, am I not be protected? Am I, I'm on my own, made me to be really independent, <laughs> made me to be really self-resourced. I feel like I'm kind of like proud of myself that I never asked for money. And then even growing up, regardless, my parents' business has been failing or whatever. I, whenever they give me like money to spend, I like would just save it, save it without any mm-hmm. like intention, but save, save, save. I became like I so much cash and I, my mom would be going through a hard time and I would just like give it to her mm-hmm. and she'd be like surprised. Like, how did you even save this much <laughs> money from like only like $2 we give you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything awesome. mindset and acceptance. Yeah. yeah. I love the acceptance piece. I think that is definitely a crucial mindset piece that helps all of us really um, just be in tune with the pieces of us that we are naming as not a part of us or not whole like we're already whole but are we choosing to accept that we are already whole and not um, trying to diminish that yeah Um, one question that I would love your thoughts on is if you had just one thing to share with every woman in the world on something you figured out with the game Mm -hmm. of money, what would it be? Oh, um, definitely being resourceful. There's always a way to make money Mm -hmm. (laughs) either through stock. If you're, if you're like that kind of, you know, you have a genius stone in that, um, or just do little like geek like me, like, you know, maybe create a website for somebody because 
because you, maybe you're really good at design point of view, maybe you're good at technical, you can figure something out. Because nowadays you don't need coding for building website. Mm -hmm. um, so just like being resourceful and find the, because you do have everything that you need. Let's say you just need to figure out what it, what is that you enjoy doing and then how can we develop that better? And so that when you're working, you're more enjoy instead of like, for me, like I do love, you know, I do know how to do Excel. I just don't love Excel. <laughs> um, so like, imagine if I'm going to be like accountant, not going to be good. So yeah, just being resourceful and listen to yourself, your body, you know, what, what is the, I don't know, long time subconscious mind story that you're, you're carrying on, um, maybe heal that and yeah, just embrace who you are. Yeah. Embrace who you are. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's the, that's the ticket. And to share with the audience, what projects are you working on right now that you want others to know about or, or things that you want to support others in? Yes. So I briefly mentioned, but I um, published a, a guided journal. It's called Multi-Passionate Genius Playbook. So I guide you through, you know, how to find your, all the passions mm -hmm. of how can we, where you are going to stick to it because you do want to do stick to it and you can work on it, everything, but you can work on it one thing at a time or several things at a time, whatever works. But I kind of guide you through how you can do that and make it stick and make it actually happen, whatever the project that you're working on. Um, so that's I'm excited for. And then more and more, I just literally just started. So I'm sure I'll be doing more stuff. I would love <laughs> to teach. Like I would love to create a course to going in depth with, you know, people. Um, so, yeah, just uh, follow me on Instagram, Multipassionate Genius. Um, and on Amazon, the playbook is available on um, as well. Perfect. Yeah. And if you send me the link, I can po post it um, yes, along with be the video and everything. Awesome. So excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time today and for sharing your story and just being so genuine in all of the self-love and acceptance journey. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you.